Oh, hey! Sorry I didn't see you there, this is an audio medium. If you grew up on Disney Channel shows and DCOMs, my time machine is ready for you to take a journey back to those golden days. Quick! Before the time reaches 8-7 Central! up time travelers welcome back to the time machine podcast with me becca stogner and me hunter martin becca i've been addicted to these frozen coffees at dunkin donuts recently those are good they're they're a little too sweet for me most of the time but see, i'm not a coffee drinker yeah you like sweet yeah because i'm a sweet 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 victory what are you? I don't know. I was trying to do something funny. It just didn't work. Sometimes my jokes don't land. Sometimes. Contrary to popular belief, they don't land sometimes. Anything new in your neck of the woods? No. No. You said that like a little fly. No. No. I mean, my friend was in town this weekend and we went and saw Halloween Kills and it was bad, like everyone's been saying. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I'll be the judge of that. We had a good time. It's like, if you go see it with friends and your expectations are literally rock bottom. Like, I cannot stress enough rock bottom. Oh my gosh. You'll probably have a good time. But if you are expecting anything like quality, you're not going to get it. Because the one that came out a couple years ago was good. Yeah, it was. Hmm. Well, This one is not. I'm hoping to watch it before the end of this week because come uh, Monday, it's no longer Halloween time. It's very true. It's November 1st. Well, if you watch it on November 1st, Halloween will be dead. <laughs> I'm resurrecting it. Mm. All right. You want to know what I want to resurrect? What? Some Disney 411. How Let's can you resurrect some... it if it's the hot, fresh news, if it's not dead? <laughs> it will be after I say this. Let's hit it. All right. First news story is Jonas Brothers Family Roast premiere on Netflix in November. All right. That announcement made me. I've seen it. I saw it on their Instagram and it. I I don't. All right. Well, (laughs) well, I'm going to give you more details and maybe you'll change your mind. All right. All right. Netflix announced Jonas Brothers Family Roast, a new comedy special set to premiere November 23rd. Joe, Nick, and Kevin Jonas will be featured in Netflix's first Family Roast special, which will be hosted by Kenan Thompson. Billed as a celebration of the universal truth that no one can get under your skin, skin quite like your own family. The Jonas Brothers Family Roast will feature sketches, songs, games, and special guests, all meant to tease the brothers about their lives and careers, which have included years as a band, separate solo stints, acting, reality, television, high-profile exes, marriages, babies, and more. Currently announced special guests include Pete Davidson, Niall Horan, Gabriel Fluffy Fluffy Iglesias, John Legend, Lily Singh, and jack whitehall with more to come so i need miley to get up there and just read every one of them for filth that's i need probably the miley, only way i would watch it i need miley to perform seven things right in front of nick jonas miley cyrus and taylor swift should come on together and just annihilate everybody so what are you said you had an opinion on it so what's your opinion i don't have an opinion i'm just like ugh, like this is not content that we need 
Really? Yeah. I mean, the Jonas Brothers shtick now to me is they are they poke fun at themselves a lot more than they ever have. They do. I guess I don't know. After seeing them at Music Midtown when they were just like I don't know if their other shows were different, but their Music Midtown set was very much just like song, 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 video. It was like, it was fun, but it was not, it was very disingenuous kind of. And I'm just like, not. So. I'm tired of it. My, <laughs> you're what? I'm tired of it, I guess. My sisters went to their concert in Nashville. And I told them that when we saw them in Music Midtown, it literally was just song, 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 good night, everybody. And they, she was like, oh, that wasn't like our concert. It was kind of like a normal concert where there'd be back and forth and stuff like that. I think it was just because it was a music festival and they were only there for that yeah. hour and they had to go. Which makes sense. And they were also like the last of the night and it was raining. Yeah. So I'm sure they're yeah. like... I- I'm not saying that I'm like angry or thought that they did a bad job because of that. I'm just like, I don't know. I've been seeing so much more Jonas content recently and I'm just kind of like over it. <laughs> I'm going to check it out. Because I'm holding out hope that Miley Cyrus is going to make an appearance. Because they're, they're going to comment about it. Because that was such a big part of their lives. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Every time they, I think... If wait, they talk about the show Jonas at all, I'll be intrigued. I think they'll talk about purity rings. I think they'll talk about Disney. They'll talk about kevin being lost in the crowd yeah what else do you think they'll roast about them i hope someone has at least one jonas joke because that's the worst thing they've ever done i think they'll roast about that weird period of time where every photo nick jonas did for press or anything he was always shirtless remember that no you don't it was Uh -uh. like it was like when he was solo oh yeah i didn't follow his solo career at all Every photo and every interview he did was about how much he works out. Ugh. I remember that. I was like, what is happening? It was when Jealous came out. Mm. Anyway, well, I'm going to check it out and we'll report back on it like we always do. <laughs> All right. Speaking of Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus claps back at claims her voice sounds like a man. Uh, In her- what? What? <laughs> In a recent interview, she talked about the criticism she's received over her singing voice, which has changed over the past year. She's quoted in saying, my whole life, whether in vocal training or just continuing to hone my craft, it's always been about, why do you sound like a man? Where's your falsetto? Why can't you sing the high octave of Party in the USA anymore? She continues, in this song, I get to sing in that low register and I get to live in that authentic, genuine sound. The song she's referring to is the the cover she's doing of Nothing Else Matters. Mm -hmm. And she also goes on to say, my voice is how I represent myself. It's how I express myself. I've worked with so many people who tell me, we're going to have to bring in a singer who can hit those high parts. She goes on to say, you know, falsetto is the Latin term for when a boy goes through puberty, but they still want him to sing in the choir. It means false. I don't have a false voice. (laughs) Oh. Her voice has, like, just grown and changed because she's, like, how old was she when Party in the USA came out? Like, 16? Yeah, my I can't hit the same notes I used to be able to hit when I was 16. (laughs) It happens. There is a, if you 
has this happened to me where I've listened to something from Plastic Hearts or like one of her current stuff, and then it switches to maybe Wrecking Ball or We Can't Stop. There is a wow. Yeah. And that was just a couple years ago. Yeah, but that's like, that's gonna happen. And Miley always had a a, 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 a scratchy lower register voice. She did. And Even like, when she, she was sounds, like 14. She sounds great now. She's obviously like, with her resurgence, she's obviously found like what works best for her. For her voice. And the song she's referring to is a cover, I think of a Metallica song, Nothing Else Matters. I sent it to Becca. It's such a great cover. Yeah. And she really lives in that lower register. Well, Miley's covers have been like incredible always. She has yeah. never missed with her covers. Uh, I also recently read an article because they're doing Grammy submissions now because the Grammys um, nominations will come out at the end of November. Ooh. And the Grammys have submitted Miley in all rock categories. Nice. So she's going to be hopefully... She's, being submitted in all the rock categories so get ready for olivia rodrigo to be the big winner of the year i bet right i what if demi levante because demi released music <laughs> it ain't going to the grammys <laughs> it ain't it ain't going in demi's direction i'm, I'm afraid y'all that ghost going. from uncharted is like wait <laughs> unidentified i'm my bad unidentified Can't even remember the name of the show and now kesha's doing a very similar sounding show with Discovery Plus next year. Demi started a trend. Ugh. Get on the Demi train. Doot, doot. No. <laughs> All right. Final story. Ashley Tisdale reveals Disney made her change these song lyrics during HSM tour. <gasps> so it all started when someone on TikTok was dancing to the song He Said, She Said. And yes. she, the I comments. The comment said, realizing at 30, he said, she said, is just not about talking. The individual's cheeky message read, this led Ashley to share a little insider information about the change Disney allegedly asked her to make while performing the song on the road. Uh, Ooh, I, Ash- forgot, I forgot that they got to like perform their um, yeah. their solo stuff. Ashley stitched the, stitched the TikTok and duetted it and added, and Disney made me change kissing like that to dancing like that for the HSM tour. So the original lyrics go, baby, I can see us moving like that. Baby, I can see us touching like that. Baby, I can see us kissing like that. We don't need more than he said, she said. We don't need more than he said, she said. said? Disney does Wait, all- so they, they made her change kissing, but not touching? I guess because you can always like touch on the shoulder. <laughs> Yes, I kiss. I don't understand that because since the beginning of time, Disney is always known to for the kissing at the yeah. very end of each movie. Of course. So I don't understand why all of a sudden it was like, I don't know. There's been many of times where the Disney versions and the actual versions are very different. Like for example, mm-hmm. you know the song La La Land yeah. from. Demi Lovato. Yes. So there's a lyric that I, I remember. Never I remember some changes. Okay, there was a. So there's two lyrics. That, are you are you speaking of I still eat it, Ronalds? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I still eat it, Ronalds. Or sometimes you'll hear I still eat McDonald's. Eat McDonald's, which is what the song is. Okay, that's the I original didn't know, lyric. Do you think it's just because of licensing? 
maybe but like doesn't do, like isn't mcdonald's and disney like a whole thing too i don't know i don't know either but only <laughs> only i also truth remember when they would show the video she would be wearing these like generic looking shoes that were like converse but wait they weren't like converse what were the brand lyrics converse. oh my gosh there's a reddit thread asking if la la land is considered the mandela effect what <laughs> okay so someone on the reddit says both versions exist about i still eat at mcdonald's eat at ronald's they go to say as far as i know the eat at ronald's version was used for the music video so they could use it during commercial breaks on disney channel without infringing copyright or whatever eat mcdonald's is on the cd so that kind of answers my question well that's the end of this disney 411 segment i hope everyone enjoyed the stories today all right becca it's our last entry of the month of Frights. Yes. What are we, how, how are we closing this off? We're closing this out with the movie that spawned the phrase that I'm sure Hot Topic 30 year olds continue to still say to this day. <laughs> Being normal is vastly overrated. It's Halloween Town. Oh, Halloween Town. We don't need to go over the synopsis. Everyone knows what Halloween Town is. I it- might not. Okay, I well, mean, I do now, but long story short, Marnie Piper, 13 year old Marnie Piper, learns her family comes from a long line of witches, and her grandma lives in a town that is Halloween all the time. It premiered October 17th, 1998. Phew. And it, <laughs> and it is the <laughs> I was, uh, I was two, uh, I was freshly two. Ooh, fresh. And this is the fourth ever Disney Channel original movie. Well, we just watched, um, sort of more as background noise, but we watched Don't Look Under the Bed the other night. That one's weird. It is weird. And it came out a year after Halloween Town. and it, But it's like scarier. Because this first yeah. one is honestly like not that frightening. I feel like no. I thought it was a lot scarier than it is. There's a lot of things that are fresh in my mind as new concepts of this movie than now that we watched it back that I mean I guess when you get older you just look at it with a different view but yeah yes don't look under the bed another decom the part where he turns into the boogeyman Mm -hmm. just scared the heck out of me that one was like genuinely a little bit frightening there were there were times in Halloween town when the creatures that they showed would kind of mainly the 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 werewolf hairdresser yeah Really? He would always spook me out as a kid. I and know. The... There are so many, so many queer-coded characters in this movie. Really? Yes. Like, so many little gays. <laughs> the werewolf so... obviously was one. Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah. And and the 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 uh, half-dead Elvis used to scare me. The broom salesman? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so obviously it stars Halloween queen herself, Kimberly J. Brown. Kimberly J., who has never let it go. She should, and that is her bread and butter, and it has treated her nicely. Yeah. And the iconic, the indescribable, Debbie Reynolds. Debbie Reynolds. As Aggie Cromwell. I texted Hunter today, and I was like, I just had the stupidest thing happen to me, and I have to reveal it so that you can roast me. Okay. So I'm watching this this movie. Is this the biggest dogger family roast? (laughs) No. Um... So I've obviously seen Return to Halloween Town a disproportionate amount of times compared to the rest of these. Um, Which is so funny because 
Return Halloween Town, which is the one you've seen the most, and Halloween Town one you've never you've only seen maybe once or twice. This is my first time, I think, watching it start to finish because some of this I recognized in parts. Uh huh. Um, Return Halloween have... Town. Return Halloween Town has a different Marnie, and yeah. I think Debbie Reynolds <laughs> is in like two scenes. Yeah, she's barely in it. Um, and I've seen Halloween Town High a couple times too, and I do really like that one. I've seen the second one, I think maybe once. Second um, one is my favorite. But go ahead. But I was about to write a note where I was like, wow. The casting for the little brother is spot on because that young kid looks just like the kid from the other movies. Good. Hi. <laughs> it's the same guy in all four of them. I well, honestly, I didn't know that today. If, if, until if, today. if the one you know the most is the fourth one and they recast the main character, I wouldn't put it past them. So I'm not going to roast you too much. I was like, wow, like his voice, his look, like they really did a good job. So so I I understand why you would think that. Because mm-hmm. if, if they recasted Marnie after three movies, nobody's safe. True. Nobody's safe. So the one thing I, off the bat, I had a problem with this movie was the aspect ratio <laughs> is so zoomed in to make it full screen. Yeah. Just leave it in that tiny wonderful square that it was intended because there were moments where it was a close-up on marnie but since the aspect ratio is so zoomed in to fit the screen we watched it on, we watched this on, we watched this on disney plus by the way her face is so much in the screen did you, did you ever see that or was that just my i don't computer? think that's something that like occurred to me oh i know because I'll, I'll do like a side-by-side of what it originally was and what yeah. i watched but I, other that was the first thing that I noticed. But then it opens on Halloween night. Everyone's going trick-or-treating, but we zoom in on this house that Halloween has no Halloween Rudy, Rudy Tootie music. Yeah. That's how I describe the entire soundtrack for this is Halloween Rudy Tootie music. Yeah, the Halloween Ooh. Town theme plays so much in this movie. Only It does. I thought it only played once. But anyway, so the movie opens with Halloween night. Everyone's trick-or-treating in this neighborhood, but we zoom in on a on a sad little house that has no decorations, and we see... The youngest sister, Sophie, just looking out the window. And then Marnie is talking to her mom about how she wants to go to a Halloween party really bad. She is not talking to her mom. She is throwing a fit. She's throwing a fit. And the classic of, mom, I'm 13. I'm practically an adult. I should be able to make my own decisions. I don't remember ever feeling like that. Like I had that much claim in the world oh i did at 13 and i was like i'm an adult so i know i didn't i, I didn't say don't. i'm an adult but i thought that i had like more claim than i did but i loved Mine. um sort of like the throwaway line that one of her friends like she has two friends in the house that are like <laughs> trying to convince her mom to let her go yeah. out on halloween and she's like i'm practically like i'm old enough to make all my own decisions and her friend is like is there an age for that <laughs> which is no girl there ain't <laughs> there ain't i'm still i'm still wondering and Marnie is very into Halloween and all the weird stuff because that's what her weird friends... stuff is what they say that she's that, into. That's what they say, right? Yeah, no, Mar- weird Marnie's stuff. into this weird stuff. And like of course, throughout the movie, she's like, no one else is into this weird stuff. And the mom is saying, no, no Halloween parties. No, you, your friends can go, but you're not going. And then that, and you're like, ooh, I wonder why the mom doesn't like Halloween because as a viewer, you don't know. Mm hmm. And 
Marnie is asking for a reason. She goes, every year, you don't let us go trick-or-treating. You don't let us do anything. And the mom, Gwen, basically just goes, you'll know when you're older. Just chalk it up to religious reasons. I know, like, that'd be the easiest thing you could do. Because I grew up with so many people who weren't allowed to watch X, Y, and Z, weren't allowed to celebrate a, B, yeah. C, D, E, F, G because my, of their religious um, beliefs. My two co-hosts of the Youth Group Survivor Support Group podcast were both, like, not allowed to trick-or-treat or do anything, like, really even related to Halloween while they were growing up. Yeah, I was, I said, <laughs> chalk it up to that, and then the conversation would have been over. Yeah. But Marnie's house, because Gwen doesn't like Halloween, just because of the things of her past, it's, nothing is decorated. I don't think they hand out candy. No. What was well, your there's, house? There's kids in the yard that are like, should we trick or treat that one? And the other one's like, nah, don't bother. <laughs> right. And then they run away. And of course, the, the brother. Um, what's, it, what's the brother's name? Oh, shoot. Dylan. Dylan is up the mom's booty. It's like, I, yeah, I agree I with have, mom. By the time we get to the end of this, I will have a question for you about uh, the Cromwell siblings. Okay. And we find out that Marnie's dad has passed away and that um and so that's why I think the brother is so in everyone's business because now he's the man of the house yeah whatever but he's also just that type of kid yeah, he's like the type smart, of little brother he's the book nerd like yeah. actually Glasses. I don't think this is very safe like he's yeah. that archetype yeah and then you find out that the the whole family is so intertwined with Halloween because the mom and the dad who has passed away met on Halloween. Mm-hmm. So going back to the 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 house, how was your house on Halloween? Was your family like decked out? Not really. We would put like one skeleton on the door because we just didn't have any Halloween decorations. My mom is my mom doesn't like Halloween like that much. Yeah, she's not like opposed to it or anything. Like we would still we always had candy and stuff, and I was yeah. always allowed to do everything. Yeah, same. I was always like, if you want to go trick-or-treating, go to Haunted House, whatever. But we weren't the type to deck out the outside of our yeah. of our houses. Like, some people in our neighborhoods would have so many inflatables and stuff. And I was like, oh, gosh. That's who I would like to be. <laughs> That's who you can be. One day. This this Sunday, October 31st, do it on your porch. I got, I got jack-o'-lanterns out there right now. Ooh, so you're already halfway there. So Marnie's not allowed to go to the party and she's just being a smart aleck and is like, fine, I'll she just sit on. Being so annoying in this scene. And so she's like, fine, I'll just sit on this couch like potato. Unless potatoes are dangerous. You, there are certain things about potatoes I don't understand. And I'm like, I would be like, you know, you, you know, you little brat. Something yeah. you just don't really need to know about and right then- now. Her sister, like, the mom takes a plate of fresh cookies out of the oven and waves them around and is basically like, woo. I mean, not really, but that's, like, what she might as well have done. And the little sister, Sophie, is like, I want a cookie. And the mom's like, not until after dinner. And she turns around and is like, I want that cookie. (laughs) And she's thinking really hard about it. And a cookie, like, comes off off the plate and starts floating toward her. And the mom is like, ah, like, grabs (laughs) it out of midair and eats it. So we already know that something suspicious is afoot. Yeah, well, Sophie is looking at, at the at the window. She just keeps going, someone's coming or someone's here. Yeah. At one point, the little sister says, someone is coming. And that's where and, we see the iconic 
uh, shot. Yeah. So then it cuts to the street, and all of a sudden, a bus stop appears, and a school bus flies through the air. No one sees, apparently, even though no. it comes flying through, and there are trick or treaters out. And lo and behold, it's Debbie Reynolds coming down from that it's bus. Agatha Cromwell. What did you think of Debbie Reynolds' performance in Halloween Town? I love it. It's great. I'm Debbie obsessed Reynolds- with how every time she says like anything or does something, she has that little smirk that she does. Like when she turns the the chicken leftovers into a live chicken, she has like a smirk. Like, and then she covers her point, mouth a little bit. When she's talking to the kids and she's like, this is a little bit ahead, but she's like has her bag and she's getting all this Halloween stuff out of her bag. And Marnie says something about how like something looks like something she saw in a movie. And Debbie Reynolds acts like she is saying this very prophetic thing when she goes, I've always said movies can teach us about life. (laughs) Which I think is so Debbie Reynolds because it is like she acts like she is quoting the grand Socrates. Well, because I know in real life, Debbie Reynolds loved the the history of movies and movie telling and stuff like that. So I I wondered if that was a line that was improvised by Debbie or she came up with that line. But I feel like Debbie Reynolds in this entire movie is just a warm hug. Yes, like her little smirk with everything she does. And when she says, um, she's talking to to someone about like how the Cromwell family, it was like, no, it's when she's talking about Halloween Town to the kids when she's like reading Mm -hmm. them the story. She's like, a couple of very fine witches. Yes. Which is like very fine bitches. (laughs) Sexy ladies. I also loved how she's got like a Mary Poppins like carpet bag, like an endless bag, basically. Yeah. And she like calls to it to come down from the bus. And it's like, uh oh, uh oh. <laughs> and then it follows her because she's like, fine, whatever. I'll leave without you. So apparently, according to some trivia I found, this was kind of a nod to Mary Poppins, obviously. Yeah, of course. And Debbie Reynolds was actually considered for the role of Mary Poppins before oh. Julie Andrews. No way. Yeah, that's crazy! Wow. So then, so then, like when she calls for the bag to come down and it won't, and then it's like following her through the street, and the bag is like dragging itself across the sidewalk, but then it raises up into her arms. So I was like, why? Why would the bag like want to run itself ragged like that? That'd (laughs) be like scooting my ass on the concrete (laughs) before I pick you up. Before you decide to walk, you're like "Uh, enough of that. So then Marnie continuing her her rampant brattiness to the mother. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, Aggie appears and with like magical music just appears in the kitchen. And everyone's like, Grandma, Grandma. Apparently she only comes once a year. Yeah. Apparently, I, I'm assuming on Halloween. Probably. And the mom's like, isn't that oh. when the gates are open or something? Yeah, that's when the gates are open on Halloween. Yeah, so that's why. And that's how they can cross into the mortal realm. And this is, I think, the movie that introduced me to the word mortals. <laughs> to be honest, this is so, definitely where I heard warlocks for the first time. Yeah. So everyone is, all the siblings are so excited that Debbie Reynolds is there. I mean, who wouldn't? Yeah. And you can tell the mom's like, oh boy, here we go. Which I feel like is how Carrie Fisher and Debbie Reynolds were in real life. <laughs> <laughs> so then they're like, presents, presents. And she goes, well, what kind of grandma would I be? And then the mom's like, mom, mother, please don't. 
do this yeah, right now. Yeah, um, because then we are we find out through the kids that every time that Grandma Aggie shows up, she has a fight with the mom. And they're like, Grandma Aggie always starts it, but I guess they don't know, like, what it's about. What it's about. And so they go into the bag, and there's candy, and there's decorations. And costumes. And costumes. And so they all put on a costume. Marnie puts on a witch's costume. Sophie puts on a ghost costume, which is just a sheet. Yeah. I said, Ma, I said, Grandma, you're coming from Halloween Town, and that's all you got for the ghost? Maybe she was, like, working on the other two costumes, and then she was, like, about to miss the bus, and she was like, <laughs> shoot, 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 shoot. <laughs> <laughs> she's, like, sewing as she's running to the bus. <laughs> <laughs> the, the bag is chasing after her. <laughs> and then um, Dylan has a costume. That I don't know what it was. I think it was supposed to be an armadillo. <laughs> That's what it looked like from the front, anyway. From the back, it looked like something else. <laughs> from the back, it looked like two peaches. <laughs> How and... dare you? That is a child. Don't take it that way. You know that's not how I... No, that costume was donkin'. <laughs> like, it was in... Say, as a child, <laughs> I remember being like, that booty. Yeah, he turns around and it like it's basically like bonk bonk like into the kitchen. I'm surprised. Room. I'm surprised when Dylan didn't leave the room, he didn't knock over a lamp or something. I know that was funny. It was, it was that bootylicious. So then they all tasty. So then they all just talk at dinner, and Debbie Reynolds is just going into more of the 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 history of each costume and how ghosts really act like this. That's just a stereotype. They don't say boo. And witches and whatever Dylan was. And they're like, can you please tell us a bedtime story? So Debbie. Well, the mom to... specifically says. Don't tell them about. You know who. Like us. Basically right. more or less. And they go up the stairs and Debbie pulls out. This like picture book. I know she's like, she's sort of just like orating on Halloween town. And Dylan yeah. is like, I don't can we make it very clear to our impressionable young child here that this is not real? And she's like, well, I don't know if it's real. I read about it in a book. And she pulls out this picture book where you can see, like, the pumpkin of the main town and this witch that's flying around on a broom that they all that, think looks like Marnie. It looks, it, it, it might as well be you. It yeah, look, it's just <laughs> a girl. It's a generic, but the way they shoot it, and the way the music well, the, hits, the person and they're like, who says, it's Marnie. The girl who says it looks like Marnie is the young child. And no, then they then... hand it to Marnie. And I think Debbie Reynolds was just like, I'm going to do a little sneak and like plant that seed in her head and be like, yeah, it does. And no, and then Marnie goes, it does kind of look like me. And the way, without telling Marnie that she's a witch and that she comes from magic and from Halloween Town, the way Debbie just like, like looks up and down, is like, <laughs> mm hmm. Yeah. You're getting it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it made me laugh every. She does it so many times. Yeah, she does. It's hysterical. And then the mom gets mad because the mom knows exactly what. Yeah. Well, Marnie walks in on them arguing in the kitchen about how, and that's where you find out that like the mom is also a witch, and the the whole family is witches. But the mom chose to leave and lead a normal life because her Marnie's dad, her husband, was a human. Yeah. And so they decided is... to live in that world. Yeah, and this is Marnie's 13th Halloween, which yes. means if she doesn't start her witch's training, her powers will be gone, which is 
what the mom wants, but obviously Debbie Reynolds wants her to embrace her witch powers. Because she's saying that something is going on where all of her Halloween town neighbors are like becoming angrier and like mean (laughs) and some of them are disappearing and she needs the aid of another Cromwell witch. And the mom is like, no. So when Debbie goes back to catch the bus. Wait, wait, before before we go even further, this scene so the mom, Gwen, is cleaning up the kitchen and they had chicken for dinner. Yeah. The way she puts that chicken in the in the plastic cups and bins and stuff is so aggressive. <laughs> She's angry. But I just remember as a child being like, what did that chicken ever do to you? I know. And then there's, of course, the iconic moment, as previously mentioned, where Debbie is like, I told you the chicken is better on the bone and like snaps her (laughs) fingers and the chicken leftovers turn into like a living chicken. Yeah. So then the Debbie Reynolds leaves to go back to Halloween Town and Mari's like, I just got all my confirmation that I'm a witch and mom's a witch. So I'm going after grandma so i can start my witch training and then marnie and the brother follow her onto the the floating school bus and they see this whole barrage of halloween characters yeah which my favorite was the frankenstein that was like so i'm in the grocery store and this little boy in a mask comes up to me and says daddy and i'm like where's the respect (laughs) yeah they're all talking normally which I yeah. guess is the joke. They're all be like, "Oh yeah, I went to the, went to the doctor," and and Dylan is still being like, "Maybe they're just all going to a costume party." And then the bus finally lands in Halloween Town. And this is my opinion on Halloween Town, like the town itself. The town, the mm-hmm. town of Halloween Town. Not very, it's very bland. It is. It's just a normal town. Well, very, they were very clearly spending all of their budget on the makeup and the prosthetics, so... Yes, but it's just the heads, and then everyone's bodies are just, like, normal people. I mean, like, still, like, that, like, this was 98. That one scene of the two people, but they have jack-o'-lantern heads. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> I love them. I know, but it's just... Okay. <laughs> they're, they're, like, you... Every extra or someone gets one weird thing about them, but the rest of them is yeah normal. There's just like kind of bales of hay around. Like it's very just like, okay. Yeah. And then Dylan still thinks that it's a mirage. He's like, oh, we woke and... up and we're dreaming. Well, then they find out also that um, Sophie, the younger sister, <laughs> snuck along on the bus with How... them. Okay. Sophie, that doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Unless she just accidentally witch poofed herself on there somehow. Which, okay, witch pooped. Okay, so the entire movie wants us to think, or the plot is that Marnie is the is the head of this new generation of witches, the Cromwell witches. She's going to be yeah. the most powerful. Sophie's the one who's shown all of the power so far. Yeah, Marnie hasn't done shit, but Sophie's just like thinking about a cookie. <laughs> and then later when they try to find, they go to Aggie's house. Mm-hmm. Marnie can't get the lock open. Yeah, Marnie Sophie doesn't does. remember the spell. Yeah, I said, Grandma, Aggie, needs to focus her attention on Sophie. <laughs> and the mom needs to focus her attention on Sophie because that's what they need to worry about. I know. Um, no. This scene, though, I do love, like, 
just seeing all the different creatures walking around is very fun. And like the little, there's a couple of little jokes that I love. Like you see uh, Debbie Reynolds get off the bus and she's talking to her friend Harriet. She's like, I just came back from the headless shelter. <laughs> <laughs> and oh. she's like i baked these muffins for the people at the headless shelter but i forgot they can't eat them <laughs> what was it what was her name harriet i just said oh, that. Yeah. Yeah. i also just it, it's not in the same scene but it's like a little just another one of those little jokes that i thought was really smart when debbie reynolds is microwaving the witch's brew oh yeah bubble, make it fast. yeah and there's buttons on her microwave that say bubble and toil and trouble which is very cool so they're trying to find debbie reynolds i'm just going to refer to her as debbie reynolds well, yeah of it, course as you should i'm because i'm i almost keep wanting to say aggie i'm just gonna say debbie reynolds the character's name is agatha cromwell slash aggie but she's debbie reynolds. played by debbie reynolds so they're trying to find debbie reynolds because they she got off the bus she went straight to her house but they don't know where really? does benny does benny pull up before them no well what happens is they run into the mayor uh calabar calabar which, spoiler alert for the end, Calabar is the villain. Yeah. Well, the second one is called Calabar's Revenge. So, yes. so when I'm, I know that Calabar's the villain in this movie. Mm-hmm. But since you haven't, since you have more of a fresh take on it, because you haven't really yeah. watched it as much as I have, could you like spot, oh, that's yes. the villain from a mile away? Yes. He has Disney movies, like children's movies as well, to kind of tend to have this trope where they will make the villain so obvious from like scene one and then uh-huh. try to play it off as a twist like this is not related but i just watched cloudy with a chance of meatballs 2 for the first time this week as well and that one immediately like they are not in the in the movie for like two minutes before they play the reveal and he just has like sl- skeezy vibes i don't remember if i i don't know i mean at this point i don't even know what I mean, if as I was a, like, if I was a four and I saw that, I wouldn't know. But being an adult person, I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. So he goes, they're like, hey, we're looking for our grandma. And he's like, oh, you're Gwen's kids? She, they're like, yeah, you know her? It's like, oh, yeah. And then it's revealed later that they went on a date. or they have, Did they like, go on a date or did they like date fully? My he is mad. Like the whole reason for his evil plan is that she married a human and not him. my my canon is that they were high school sweethearts. Yeah, That's that would make that, the most that, sense. That makes the most sense. So then they call Benny to take them yeah. to the Cromwell house. <laughs> and Benny a is shirt. A, a skeleton a shirt, that drives a taxi. I have a shirt with Benny on it that says get in losers. We're saving Halloween town that gets compliments every time I wear Ooh. it. Um, but even Benny roasts us filet fish eaters <laughs> as as he should he takes like a fish skeleton and he's like hey look filet fish <laughs> so then they roll like, up i've had it i've had it with the slander i can't find a safe space so they roll up to... <laughs> no every filet fish out there should not have a safe space i'm sorry i'm sorry I deserve a safe space to eat my crispy fish and cheese. Everyone deserves a safe space except for Felicia Fay. Felicia Fay. See, I, I'm so disgusted Fay. I can't even say it. I'm going to name Fillet. my kid Felicia Fay. <laughs> this is my baby Felicia O'Fay. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, I would not talk to you forever. They'd be like, why does she stink? <laughs> why does she smell? <laughs> so so we rolled up to Cassidy Cromwell. When do they see? I can't. I can't remember because my notes were like kind of all over the place. Same. Luke for the first time. 
so, so they meet Luke after, well, as, as Marty drives. Yeah, just when they see him in the street. And they he see just, him in the street. He's just, dressed, he's just dressed like a gay kid. <laughs> and Benny is like, ah, oh, he's just a local punk. But he had like he had a nose job or something. Oh yeah, and thinks he's all cool. He's a local punk, and then we find out later that he's like Calabar's henchman, working with Calabar and... because Calabar said he would make him handsome. Because he's like he's like a in real life he's a like a golem or something. Yeah, he looks like the guy. If you've seen Halloween Return Halloween Down, he's he's probably the same species as uh, 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 the third, which is that guy's technical name. <laughs> Copy. <laughs> So they finally get into Aggie's house. Well, Aggie's fence or gated area. And it's a mm-hmm. giant house. Yeah. I was like, I want to know Problem more about Cromwell's. Well, isn't so, she said shit about like meeting King Arthur? Like, this bitch been around. What I love about uh mystical movies is that they everyone has been around for ages. So I'm like, yep. so when do you die? <laughs> if you've right. been around for thousands of years. Also, if you've been around for thousands of years, then why would Kimberly J. Brown have aged out of the role of Marnie? Right. We have questions for you. So, so uh, Aggie, a.k.a. Debbie Reynolds, does the same thing Sophie does at the beginning where she can sense someone's coming. And it's her, grand, it's her grandkids who have never been to Halloween Town, doesn't know that they come from a magical family, and she greets them at the door like sh- they just walked up the street yeah i said why don't you have a bigger reaction that your grandkids came from another dimension well, who had never been before and now know all of the family secrets maybe and, she had like and, and, and aggie just goes oh i'm assuming your mother doesn't know you're here <laughs> i'm like yeah you think I feel like she either had an inkling that it was happening currently or that she had an inkling that it was going to happen eventually and is therefore just like unsurprised by it. I guess. But who knows? So then that's when what Bega was talking about, the double, double toil and trouble because she's making- She's trying uh, to make witch's brew to put into Merlin's talisman so she can stop- the evil doings that are going on in Halloween Town, but she microwaves it and it doesn't work. And she's like, "Ooh, I should never use instant." <laughs> One of my favorite lines, and I wrote down after she said this, I said, "Sophie is so simple, but so powerful." She's a child. She goes, she goes "Are you cooking chowder, Grandma?" <laughs> I love chowder. <laughs> like, no, Sophie. But then she fully not- remembers like a spell in Old English. <laughs> right. Like. She has layers, and that's what I like about a main character. <laughs> layers. She, she's technically a side character. Well, she shouldn't be. Yeah, and then eventually right. she... We're, we're getting ahead of ourselves about the rest of the movies, but eventually she disappears. I know. So then... so And and then the spell is also trying to see, like, what... There's a spell to stop the evil thing. Mm-hmm. And there's a spell in the cauldron that she can kind of see what's going on. Yeah, I think that's something else. But she yeah. just sees this like haggard face and is like, ooh. <laughs> me, me when I wake up in the mornings <laughs> and see myself in the mirror. Ooh. Me waking up with an unexpected $3,000 deposit in my bank account this morning. <laughs> <laughs> ooh. I was Every like, morning. whose money is this? <laughs> it's mine. Don't worry. It's, it's mine. mine. It's mine. So then they have ingredients for the talisman to make the spell, but they have to go into town. 
Yeah. To get it. And that's when Debbie Reynolds gives them the tour. What are they? Of Halloween it's, Town. I know it comes along later, but I think it's, it's sweat of a ghost. Hair, sweat of a ghost, hair of a werewolf. Wolf and tooth of a vampire. Vampire, yeah. And is that it? I think so. Yeah, that's it. But the, she goes to uh basically take them a tour of Halloween Town and just goes through the history of Halloween Town basically in the dark ages it was mortals versus uh halloween creatures and they decided because they were fighting too much to create their own universe called halloween town where they could be as free as they want to be and how it's kind of mortal see mortal do where they the mortal world copies whatever the halloween town does and that comes into play of how the 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 evil spell gets broken this is also when um Debbie Reynolds tells them that magic is very simple. You just have to want something enough to like. Let yourself have it. Let yourself have it, which is very important for later. And no, and I like that a quote. You just have to want something and let yourself have it. But while they're going around town, she bumps into her neighbor that we saw when she first came back into town. Harriet, yeah. And if that is not someone bumping into me before 7 a.m., <laughs> she has been upset, been possessed by the bad thing and looks disheveled. <laughs> and I said, that is me before 7 a.m., so don't come for me. And so then um, Debbie Reynolds runs into the mayor, Mayor Calabar, it's basically like, hey, there's this bad thing happening and I want to help. And Calibar's like, uh-uh, nope. All you need like, to do is stay away. The best thing you can do is stay away. Like, give me two days. Which if- apparently we find out that like two days in Halloween Town time is like, is it faster than the real world or slower? Slower. So like two days would be like almost two years or something like that in in the mortal realm. Yeah. it's That's weird. why, because throughout the throughout the beginning of this movie as they're in Halloween town and they, they reunite with Debbie Reynolds and they're going to town. It cuts back to the mom realizing that Marnie, Dylan, Sophie are all gone. Mm-hmm. So they've probably been gone for an hour, but it's like been all day for them. Cause it's daylight. Yeah. So that's when Gwen goes, it's time for me to get my kids back. So they go to this, like, they're shopping around town and they go to this, like, broomstick store. This is after Calabar is like, get out of my face, basically. Yeah. Well, the yak-looking guy that was just casually browsing the shop behind Calabar during this scene was cracking <laughs> me up. Like, this casual furry man is just looking at stuff. It's not related. But the guy that is, like, selling the brooms has, like, a skeleton face, but he's doing an Elvis impression for some it's reason. It's weird. I don't they're know all why. Like- and this movie was released in 98. Yeah. All the witches' rooms are so 90s. I know. They're, they're I feel, all neon and all that stuff. I feel like any time from like 1990 to like 2006, you could just have someone go, thank you very much, in a movie, and it would like immediately get a laugh. <laughs> so we were much simpler back then. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> like very much. That's <laughs> every movie. Like every movie has an Elvis moment. Why was that? That was I so don't weird. know. I mean, like Memphis culture has obviously sunk its teeth into Elvis and it's Memphis, never letting go. But Memphis culture. Halloween town is Memphis culture. No, it is not. <laughs> Memphis culture is black people and barbecue. Halloween town has neither of those things. I'm kidding. <laughs> Just the Elvis part. I know. 
So Marnie wants to get a broom because Aggie's like, every witch needs also, a broom. Also, all the brooms are like neon sunset ombre colors. <laughs> I know. That's why it's like, it's so 90s, even though Halloween Town lives in, a, I guess, timeless era. Yeah, like the broom that they fly on and return to Halloween Town is like a normal looking witch's broom. And here they're like yellow, pink, and green and <laughs> <laughs> like purple. Right. Like it's probably like there's like a bop it you can buy next door. So so Marnie and Aggie take it for a test run. Oh, and they're having a ball. But yeah, makes you me gotta think, have that broom flying scene. Duh. I think every Halloween town has a I mean duh, because they're witches. Yeah, but only one has Jesse McCartney under it. <laughs> hey, but this one has Debbie Reynolds in it, so I know. I'll take it. Right. So I'm I was wondering, so are witches allowed to just free fly in the air because what if people get hit i mean there's probably like traffic rules but it, it doesn't seem like they were just like, free free kneeling it seems like there's only a few numbers of each type of person there like there's a few pumpkins there's a few whatever so there's probably only a few which is do you think that do you think that's why the cromwells are so powerful because they're like one of the they're like the first witches here and they're kind of the only ones yeah because I'm assuming Gwen is the only person from Halloween Town to move to the mortal realm. Probably. Because it, it, it made it seem like, because why would they, why would there be a bus to go to the mortal realm? If no one, if everyone just stays in Halloween Town. You know well, I mean? everyone's, but like people are on that bus. So I guess they go for That's like, what I'm saying. Halloween and stuff. They go to Halloween parties. <laughs> I'm sure they do. <laughs> They're like, oh, that was scary. People are scary. They're probably like, this bastardization of our culture. <laughs> <laughs> so then they they land and Sophie's like, me next, me next. And then all of a sudden, Gwen appears. She's there and she's mad. With her khaki pants up to her neck. And her jean, like her 90s mom jean overall. How did, cover, how did Gwen get there? I thought there was only one buzz that came at one certain time. Or does it just come like every hour on Halloween? Maybe night? it just like circulates because they're trying to find another. another bus. Well, well, finally, Gwen and Marnie and Aggie kind of like have it out, being like, yeah. "This is and not Marnie your world." To be you are going home with and me mean again. And she's like, that's when Marnie Marnie already found out that her mom like abandoned Halloween Town for the normal world, and she's like, "Are you gonna abandon your kids too?" And just like pretend like we don't exist. And Gwen's like, "Possibly the way you're acting." <laughs> yeah, and they're trying to Gwen is trying to talk to this like two headed. Wait, wait, wait! Before we get too far into that, so the the dramatic scene where she's like, "Okay, kids, we're going home. Say goodbye to Grandma," and they're like, "Bye, Grandma." And then Marnie doesn't want to go, and Gwen's like, "Marnie, let's go." Yeah. And then Marnie's such a brat in this movie. Yes, she is. And then Marnie leaves. And the lip quiver that Debbie Reynolds delivers while her family walks away from her. Oscar. Oscar. Where's her Oscar? I don't know. Kimberly J. Brown does a lot of lip quivers when she's upset in this movie as well. Well, Kimberly J. Brown, I feel like, thinks that she's turning in an Oscar-winning performance and she's really just being whiny. But, I mean, she's... <laughs> She's ex- she's understanding the assignment that was given to her. Right. Every- everyone got the assignment, studied up, and delivered. Um, but this two-headed bus character is like 
it's two guys, one body, and they're like bitching at each other. Another queer coded character because they're both like, ooh, you're eating. Stop. I'm going to get fat. I'm on my break. Like just stuff like that. And they're trying to figure out when the bus is leaving and it's like not going to be for a while. Yeah. Probably because, I mean, maybe it's just like not Halloween in the mortal world anymore. So they have to just like wait. I guess. I don't know. They don't say why. They just say that it's like not. They're just like several um hours, yes, hours, day. Like they don't they don't know. Yeah. And then Marnie's like, oh, looks like the bus isn't running, mom. And then Dylan decides to be that kid that everyone hates. And it's like, no, like, let's go to the mayor and see if we he, can leave. He's the kid in class who goes, Didn't we have homework last night? I was just about to say that. <laughs> and everyone's like, shut up. It's like really? he's the kid who reminds the teacher that you had homework. And everyone goes, oh. So while they're trying to find Calabar, um, Aggie is walking. I don't know what she's trying to do, but I think she's just going home. Yeah, but Luke, her family said Luke peace sees out. her, and Luke walks up to her like he is like rubbing his hands together, like ooh, like about to flirt with her. And I know that's not what he's doing, but, <laughs> but that is how he. <laughs> that's what he wants to do. Yeah, he's like. Don't you have Merle's talisman? He wants it back. He, he, he. Like, he's saying all these cryptic things like he. And yeah. Debbie Reynolds is like, well, who is he? Like, <laughs> tell <laughs> me. She's Damn like, it. This, this coward won't even show his face. Oh, the way, the way Debbie Reynolds delivers, she's like, I'm not afraid of anyone. <laughs> Aggie's like, Aggie's about to throw hands on anyone who comes near her. She has, she has nothing else to lose. She goes, no, Cromwell will bow to anyone. <laughs> So is this when, so then they find Calabar. Yes. And that's when Gwen and Calabar see each other. Sophie refers to someone that she sees walking as that wiener dude, which I also liked. <laughs> oh, she he's referring to um, Luke. Because they see the grandma, they see Debbie Reynolds and Luke walking together. Yeah. And Sophie goes, there's grandma with that wiener dude. So they go to Calabar's office and he's like, he pulls out a magic rose and he's like romancing Gwen and being like, how long are you here? Like, let me take you around town. And <laughs> how long are you here? I mean, like, I know a good restaurant. Show you our old haunts, which is like funny. That's like a fun little play. on. I loved her. I loved his assistant. The, I've like the, the, the like, pin, the lady, the, the pincushion lady. Yes. Yeah. She was funny. That was a good costume. Yeah. But they're basically like, then Marnie sasses them up again. And she's like, if you marry him, I am not calling him dad. Like, <laughs> Gwen like is Marnie. obviously not even interested in him. Marnie, 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 Marnie. But he, what does he say? Does he say that he's going to help them or like? Probably just to get them on their side. Yeah. Well, because after that is when we go into the scene in like this dusty movie theater. Yeah where there's a big like swirly whirly screen and out comes this scary looking dude and it's like the decrepit face that we saw in the um mm -hmm. the spell thing it and... basically looks like your sleep paralysis demon <laughs> yeah which i was like this is i remember seeing this shot from the trailers and that would scare me too when he was like yeah. coming out of the screen like floating there and he basically is like his plan is to take all these souls or something basically his plan is to take back 
get revenge on the mortals because yeah he wants to he invade the that... mortal world again but he's got like all these people like stuck in this movie theater and they're like soulless basically like he's they're, got their souls they're like frozen in time yeah basically his plan is he wants to invade the mortal realm because he feels like halloween town people have had to run away and hide yeah and while he's describing his plan, he'll say something and then Luke will be like, buy the dozen and you don't stand a chance. And I said to myself, I was like, oh, my God, shut up. And then he yeah. turned and literally was like, shut up. <laughs> he heard you. <laughs> this is the 3D experience. So, And then so right they... after that, doesn't he like boot? Like he gets mad at Luke and like boots somebody into the screen and like takes their soul away. And Luke. Yeah. He, no. Yeah. And basically Aggie is like, you're not gonna get away with this yeah but then he freezes aggie well, he, and gwen he free, well he freezes gwen first and this is when gwen i don't understand i don't i don't i don't remember how they got to the theater gwen and the kids but gwen uses her powers and i guess she's a little rusty yes because he she just accidentally just puts a bunch of flowers on luke she's like she meant to say like vanquish from my power vanquished by my powers and he just gets a bunch of flowers on him she goes i said powers not flowers <laughs> i said oh gwen look at you using your powers and then gwen protects debbie reynolds and gets frozen and then unfortunately debbie reynolds also gets frozen and she gets frozen in one of the most terrifying positions she's like because apparently everyone else when they get hit freezes automatically when debbie reynolds yeah. gets when debbie reynolds gets hit she has enough energy to she like goes down slowly <laughs> to, to explain to marnie what to do next so then since debbie and gwen are now frozen it's up to marnie sophie and dylan to collect the ingredients of to put in merlin's talisman to defeat the evil bad thing so they immediately go to this like hair salon where the the gay werewolf is working mm -hmm. and marnie like distracts him i also this is where i started to be like i feel like the tone of this movie is so different from the other ones this one is more kitty yeah i'd say and the the story so this is like when this happens in my mind this was the entire movie them like this little gathering part well, just, yeah, like the three of them without the adults just going yeah. around Halloween Town. In my mind, I remember that being such a longer part of the movie. But when that stuff starts, there's it's only like five fif minutes. There's only like 15 minutes left in the yeah. entire movie. They go and like they distract the werewolf barber, buzz the back of his head, run out. Yeah. And the whole time he's just like, ooh, like being very queer. Um, <laughs> they, they get. They make the ghost sweat they like turn up the heat in his chamber or something and sophie's like boo in her sheet to like offend him and distract him and then they go to this the big nosed freaky looking dentist where a vampire is conveniently having a tooth pulled and they get that and then it's like that's it <laughs> the vampire is like hot dog thank you so much i got the tooth <laughs> <laughs> uh... he said i am the tooth fairy that was a weird scene. So they got everything, and then they can't remember the spell. They can't well, remember the spell Marnie can't remember the spell. Marnie can't remember the spell. Another point to Sophie being the most powerful Cromwell. And then Sophie is and just randomly like, 
<laughs> she literally is like nothing it looks like he has nothing inside her head she's like bobbing back and forth she's going okay were there were there any controversies surrounding this movie in like the words of the spell i don't think so i I didn't read up on it because i feel like i don't know it it seems like maybe if this came out at a certain time like parents would have been like they're saying witchcraft on my tv i mean they're witches the entire movie i know i mean it's probably just gibberish but yeah sophie's like I remembered the words because they sounded pretty. And so I made up a song for them in my head. This is the same girl who said, are you making chowder, Grandma? <laughs> I, I love, love that chowder. cookie. <laughs> Just like goes I to said, show, if you're driven by cookies and chowder, you will succeed. <laughs> um, And then it's not working. And then Marnie goes, oh, I remember Grandma telling us that the power of more than one Cromwell witch like basically makes you like even more powerful. Of course. So they so they do it together but and then probably I'll... if Sophie had done it by herself, it probably would have worked. Oh yeah. She probably would have like <laughs> vanquished it by herself. She could have been like, I don't like you. <laughs> Let's go get some but pizza. They say they well, the first time they say the spell when Dylan starts to throw a fit because it didn't work. Oh, oh, another thing, another thing about Dylan. This is when they're trying to get all the ingredients and they're like, We mm-hmm. need a we need sweat from a ghost. And Dylan's like, are you, are you insane? Ghosts don't sweat. I said, Dylan, please drop the scientific aspect of your like brain you right now. Clearly, like, oh my gosh, at the you, end of the movie, I mean, we'll get there, but the whole family does something together. And after it happens, he's like, I bet that was just Aurora Borealis. You, you literally, fucking fool! You literally saw your grandma <laughs> and your sister flying in a broom, on a broom. You and you're really probably still like, oh, there's some the wires back there. Lights, the northern lights that are only in a specific part of a very northern region of the cold, cold world are going to come out of your freaking fingertips. It's just at that point I said, okay, this Tired. character needs to do another bit besides trying to put I rhyme know, and like reason. anything else. I said at this point when there's only 15 minutes left of the movie if he's not going to be convinced at this point after his mom and grandma are frozen in time in this yeah. freaking movie theater by a sleep paralysis demon there's no well, chance for him. Once they say it in perfect unison the talisman starts glowing so they know that it worked but they go yes. back to that theater and they're like they don't really know what to do with it to make it work and Debbie Reynolds in her paralysis state like reaches out an arm uh-huh. to like guide them and marnie's like of course like human culture is a is a mirror of halloween town culture so they realize that they have to put it in lug the... the talisman into the jack-o'-lantern that's in the center of town yeah and so then then is this when they run into luke and luke kind of luke agrees to... to help them because calabar like lied to him and said that a certain person was going to be safe and they're not so Luke puts on the cloak to like look like Marnie so Calabar mm-hmm. will take him down but it's not him and he yeah, like and knocks then... Marnie out while she's on the edge of the yeah pumpkin. and Calabar is like at the the roof of City Hall explaining yeah well he's floating we almost... as his like nasty looking little dude yeah. they're like we almost rise to take back our rightful place so we don't have nobody to in the town seems into it. They're all like everyone's like, we really like our lives here. Like no one's really <laughs> no. <laughs> like you like, kind of expect because this is the villain's great plan. You kind of expect everyone to be like, yeah, but everyone's yeah. just kind of like, 
like I like I'm really honestly fine just having like movie nights with the werewolf and the ghost down the street. Like I really don't need like Billy Bob who works at the UPS store to like come with us. <laughs> like the two jack-o'-lantern heads are like they can't talk, but they're like motioning no. Yeah, they're like <laughs> they're like please no, we're, we're fine. So <laughs> Calabar like knocks Marnie out sort of while she's on the rim of the pumpkin, like getting ready to drop it in. And, and Dylan is immediately like, she failed, it's over. And then Marnie's kind of semi-unconscious and basically remembers everything, the conversation she's had with her mom and grandma, like, I'm not special, being normal is vastly overrated. And Cromwell's are the greatest, blah, blah, blah. And then- And that, the- you know, to do magic, you just have to want something. And let yourself have and it. And all she has to do is let her hand release a little bit and the thing falls perfectly in the center of the pumpkin. Yeah. Well, so I don't know what she was worried about. And you know, there was an alternate ending to that. Oh. What so Kimberly it? J. Brown did an interview um, and the interview was called Everything You Want to Know About Halloween Town with Kimberly J. Brown. And the, the interview said, were there scenes that didn't make the final cut of the movie? And Kimberly J. Brown goes, the one that I remember the most that we didn't end up filming because they ended up changing the ending was in the first Halloween Town. It was originally supposed to end with Marnie putting, wait, I'm sorry. It was originally supposed to end not with Marnie putting Talisman in the pumpkin. It was supposed to end with her putting it in the middle of a forest. And the danger of going into the forest was that it made you grow older as you walked further into the forest. Marnie was going to age considerably she said she'd gone through the process of getting a mask made and they did the whole plaster of your face and everything and the ending was changed. Not the beach that makes you old. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the it wasn't supposed to be inside the pumpkin. It was supposed to be like in the forest. And yeah. the further she got into it, she's going to get really old and stuff. Well, then that's when like it does work and that's when you see Sophie behind the wagon wheel go, it's working, which is like <laughs> a shot I remember from all the promos on Disney Channel. And, and then, that makes Calabar fall, and he's like, his revealed as his real self. So then everybody knows that he's the one who did it. Yeah, and Debbie Reynolds and the mom are like, oh, yeah, because that's when he's like, Gwen, you could have had me, the most powerful warlock, but you ran <laughs> off with someone else. I was like, he did all this for a woman he hasn't seen in God knows how long. The heart, the heart wants what it wants. The heartbroken white man is. <laughs> Knows no bounds. That's very true. So then, of course, the most powerful witches in Halloween Town on the Cromwells. Yeah. And she's like, and Aggie tries to go first. And he's like, ha, ha, ha. You Cromwells won't defeat me. And Marnie's like, mm, that may be true. But with my grandma, my mom, me, and my sister, and my brother, we sure can. And they all hold hands. He go- She goes, hit it, guys. And then they just hit stand it. there with their eyes closed. Someone's like, oh, I thought we were doing a flash mob. <laughs> hit it guys i don't think that gwen would have oh no 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 wait never mind I'm oh sorry. wait because the reason they note. the reason they try to do the spell is because it works but then calabar uses his magic because he's a warlock and gets the talisman back out of the jack-o'-lantern and into his yeah hand. and that's when they do the spell because the more cromwells combine the powerful it is and even little dylan gets some it's revealed he also has magic which is why he's like "Ooh, i don't know that was a roar boring alice and you're like you're a boring alice mm-hmm. got him well that's got him. Like, 
everyone's like woohoo and then it's like oh it's time to go back to the mortal world and grandma aggie is gonna come live with them but i can't remember why i think just because oh i hate to i think just because she wants to yeah but they they agree to them. start marnie's which is training not Ooh. sophie's apparently not sophie's be- well sophie's uh years ahead of marnie so I know, well, yeah, that's true. So Sophie's going to be teaching which one-on-one. And while they're leaving, they they see Luke in his true form with his big nose and ears, and he's like, all that, and I never got a date with you. Like, you didn't speak to her! He, 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 meant, to, he meant to say that too, Debbie Reynolds. <laughs> all that, then, I never got a date with you. Marnie is like, oh, next time I'm in Halloween Town, I'll hit you up, and she kisses him on the cheek, and I'm like, she would have never done that. Right. The next time she's in Halloween Town, she'd be like, "Who are you?" Who? <laughs> it it was just it was just she was caught up in the moment because she almost she would died. break his heart. We should have had Halloween Town to Luke's revenge. <laughs> Ooh. When he doesn't end up getting that date. So they all go back on the bus to the mortal realm. They're and everyone waving in- goodbye to everybody. You see the nice pumpkin in the overalls waving goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> and Benny waving goodbye. I loved how they went. Bye, Benny. Like. We didn't talk about it because I guess it's not that important. But Benny at one point gets like possessed by the bad thing. Oh yeah, and he is like grabbing Dylan by the shirt collar and screaming at him, and they're all like, "Bye, Benny!" Like he didn't assault. Them. Well, they they know they know Benny was possessed. I know, but I would Benny. not be saying bye to somebody who had merely hours ago tried to choke me. I remember Benny just being a bigger part in this movie. He's only in two scenes. He's. He's only in two scenes in like all of them. I mean, it's about quality, not quantity. That's very true. You I really mean, all of his scenes, to... all of his scenes are iconic, and he's obviously like one of the faces of the franchise. Yeah. In... So in here's the... my here's my oh, question wait. for you. Uh, okay. Um, because I think they're all in the running for it at one point or another. Which Cromwell sibling is the most annoying? <sighs> not Sophie. Um, I'd say um, maybe in this movie, because it was so repetitive, Marnie by a, by a hair. Yeah, I'd say because Marnie and was... Dylan are very close because they both have their shtick that they do. Like Dylan's non-believer shtick and whiny shtick is annoying. But when Marnie throws the same, her tantrums have a pattern. Every... Yeah, Like she says the same kind of like sass back and it's just, it was very annoying. So I I will have to say our lead our lead character Marnie, but and they luckily, were all annoying at one point. They were all annoying. <laughs> I will have to say, luckily she, if I remember correctly, in the sequels she mellows out. This is like the most I remember her being annoying. Well, yeah, she's. I mean, everybody's annoying when they're thirteen. Yeah, but it's just the high horse that she like yes. the way she talks to her mom. I would not, have gotten not even wanting to hear her out. I would have gotten grounded into eternity if I spoke to my parents like that. Right. And, <laughs> and I know Gwen doesn't want to use magic, but I would have been like, bippity boppity boo. I would have been like, I'll magically smack your ass. <laughs> <laughs> so now that I'm older and I was rewatching the movie, I got a deeper depth into the movie that this movie really is about relationships between mothers and daughters. Yeah. Gwen and Debbie Reynolds and Gwen and Marnie. Mm-hmm. And I really think the reason Gwen really doesn't get along with Debbie Reynolds is because she knows how much 
Marnie loves Debbie Reynolds. Yeah. And I think she's jealous of that relationship. Possibly. But I think she also, I mean, it's very clear that Debbie Reynolds has been kind of pushing for the like, are you going to tell anybody anything? Right. Like, are you going to do anything? And she's like, no, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. But yeah, a lot of more family dynamic and issues that yes. I picked up as I got older. I'm like, oh, wow, that <laughs> really like shows you your age that you want more scenes with Debbie Reynolds and the mom. Yeah. More than because their their dynamic was the most interesting to me on the show on the movie yeah i just liked seeing all the the um the makeups and the different like ideas and stuff the best i yeah i i give credit when i know that it's like it's not that impressive anymore but like for 98 like this looks good and for a disney channel the fourth disney channel movie we're not dealing with like the hundredth and twelfth disney channel movie where now they know they can put money into it and it'll pay off this is like the fourth one. They there was only what? What were the? I'm gonna see what the other Disney Channel movies are before this, and if they had any any big ones, you know that they were like, oh, let's keep doing this. Um, let's see. So, the only other decoms before Halloween Town were Under Wraps, You Lucky Dog, and Brink. I think Brink was a little bit successful. Yeah, well, uh- Halloween Town. It's so funny that the first one that they ever did was a Halloween one. Mm-hmm. Halloween Town, there were 3.4 million people who watched Halloween Town when it first premiered. Wow. It's pretty good. That is pretty and good. And I think this is the most, the biggest franchise, as in movies. There's been like four. Like, has of them. the most? Has the most movies. There's four. Yeah. Maybe the, I think they should, I think they can bring it back. Have Marnie teach in halloween town i don't know they don't ask me i think if they if they were going to they probably already would have because they can see kimberly j brown doing obviously nothing else right now (laughs) (laughs) all right so speaking of kimberly j brown and halloween town let's do a, a a final month of frights you're reading disney channel you're reading disney channel all right You're Reading Disney Channel is a segment where we read a scene from a movie and TV show we were talking about. And since we are talking about Halloween Town, we're going to do a scene from Halloween Town. All you need to know about this scene is this is the scene between Aggie and Gwen after Gwen overhears Aggie telling the children a bedtime story about Halloween Town. And she doesn't want her kids to know about how they come from magic or witches or Halloween Town. And that's really all you need to know. Yes. So... Becca. I'm going to let you be Debbie Reynolds. Okay. Ooh. I don't know if I can live up to it, but okay. You are going to be Gwen, the mom, and I'll be Aggie, the grandma, Aggie Cromwell. Grandma. So again, this is after the bedtime story that Aggie told about Halloween Town and Gwen is not happy. And action. For years, you have been coming here. You've been dropping hints to Marnie, and you've been badgering me to start her training. I know that that's why you came here tonight, Mother, but the fight is over. You know that? The clock has finally run out, and you can just go home. Gwen, as much as I think you're making a terrible mistake with Marnie, you're wrong about why I came here tonight. The fact is, I came to ask you for help. My help? With what? Well, something is wrong at home. Something's happening. Every day I find another neighbor has changed, turned hateful. It's frightening. 
And soon after that, they disappear altogether. Please, Mother, my neighbors disappear sometimes too. It's called moving. Oh, Gwendolyn, I'm quite serious about this. It's as though something or someone is trying to return us to the dark times, and I fear my powers alone may not be a may not be enough to stop it. I need another Cromwell witch. I need you. Mother, there are plenty of other witches and warlocks in Halloween Town. Why don't you recruit one of them? Oh, I've tried. You know how it is today. No one wants to get involved. Mother, I'm sure that you believe that there's some kind of problem, but I can't just leave my kids to go fight some nameless force in another world that I have nothing to do with. <gasps> nothing to do with? <laughs> well, fine. Bury your head in the sand of your precious mortal world of yours. Perhaps the Cromwell line will end with you. But let's just hope that Halloween Town doesn't come to an end along with it. Enjoy your leftovers, dear. Bye-bye. <laughs> Wonderful job. Scene. Great job. I, I tried to get it kind of fell off at the end. I don't even think I had it. <laughs> Debbie Reynolds like mid-Atlantic. Yes. Oh dear. <laughs> so it's not a segment in our in this podcast, but I just love when Becca does the Ravens Baxter impression. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> what would Raven say in Halloween Town? Like if she got off the bus and was there? Yeah. She'd probably be looking around like, like someone would walk past her and she'd be like, I like your makeup. Oh, ah! <laughs> <laughs> that ain't makeup. Like she would say something and then realize and then she'd be looking around like, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> A giant jack-o'-lantern just blinked at me. Okay. Oh, I love it. Pumpkin in the town. Pumpkin in the town. <laughs> I love it. I love it. We should it. make it a it. segment. We should make it. WWRD, what would Raven do? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. All right. What is the, what is your three words to describe your overall experience watching Halloween Town? Um, like three consecutive words or just three words? Just three words. Fun. Silly. Um interesting i guess i'll say nostalgic um enlightening because i thought i thought different things watching this one yeah and debbie. debbie oh debbie oh debbie what's our what's our ranking oh uh one out of five frights yeah i mean if we're talking about frightening a one but if we're right. talking about well, the frights is just like a combination of like everything. I'd say, like on the whole, I'm gonna rate this three out of five frights because it had like the makeup and stuff. Everything, all of that was very good, and it's like well done. Um, but there were definitely things that I guess could have been better. I'll say three point five. Yeah, out of five. Still so very I think... good. I mean, it's obviously a classic for a reason. I mean, yeah, I think. If you had to put top five iconic decoms, this would be in the top five. Yeah, of course. For sure. For sure. All right. What is our Disney Channel lesson today? We learned today. My Disney Channel lesson is actually going to be a direct quote. <gasps> okay. Halloween is cool. Ooh. I think I'm also going to do a direct quote from Halloween Town for my Disney Channel lesson. Magic is very simple. If you want something bad enough you just gotta let yourself have it and that's that's honestly very good advice it is good advice debbie come and 
I believe that movies can teach us <laughs> about real life. That is so Debbie Reynolds. It is okay. Becca, if people want to see the live chicken that your grandma turned in your fridge, where can they find you? Uh, unfortunately, you won't be seeing any live chickens on my feed, <laughs> but you might be seeing some chickens for my uh, when my Halloween costume drops. Oh, um, a little tease for the fans. Yes, so if you want to see that or anything else, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at HeyOitsBecca, H-E-Y-O. You can subscribe to my YouTube channel, Becca Stogner, for my Robin Williams movie reviews. And check out my other podcast, Youth Group Survivor Support Group, YGSSG. On all the platforms, we had our live show this weekend. It was a lot of fun, and oh, the wow. audio recording of that should be out soon. Maybe one day down the line, we'll do a live. Maybe one day. That'd be fun. But It would be fun. They're a lot of fun. Um, if you want to see the live chicken in my fridge that my grandma turned <laughs> you can find me at real hunter martin on instagram twitter h camera martin and if you want to follow all the things about the time machine we are on every social media platform instagram twitter and tiktok just type in at the time machine podcast you'll find us there rate and review us leave us a comment tell us what you like tell us what you don't like slide into our dms because we love talking to everyone um, because uh, we want you guys to have so much fun listening to this podcast as we have making it. So yeah, follow us. Come along for the ride. Come along for the ride. Unfortunately, our month of frights is over. But um, next week, we will be doing some very special stuff to celebrate our, yes! um, our one-year anniversary. As One a year. Of... year. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll be celebrating. Yeah, Having the a good first time. episode of The Time Machine. The Beyonce of Disney Channel about that So Raven is almost a year old, so definitely go through the backlog some if you haven't already. Take a look at, see if we've talked about anything that interests you. We've got some good stuff out there. Yeah. Um, but until we see you then, we will see you next time, time travelers. Buckle your seatbelts. Ah!